0: for this week's Tierra talk show interview we are excited to welcome the voices behind the quotes from the living with the land mural to the show
1: hi my name is melissa hood and uh When I was nine years old, I started uh, an international environmental organization called Kids for a Clean Environment. I was invited to participate in the um, attraction and um, it was an honor to be a part of.
2: Hi, my name is Danielle Dahl. I'm from Davenport, Iowa originally. Um, I uh, went to John F. Kennedy Catholic grade school and uh, our teacher, Mrs. Broody, was actually uh, quite an advocate for the environment. And she got us involved in a number of different projects that that helped um, the environment locally as well as um, throughout the United States. And um, part of writing the quote was um, it was she uh, actually had the entire class do it. Um, and but it was highly inspired by her. So and a lot of that stuff has has inspired me beyond just my 13 year old self to do more. So um, and it's an honor to be here today. Hi, I'm Amy
3: Uliveri, formerly Amy Larrick, when I wrote the quote back in, in fifth grade. Um, we also, it was a, a school project as part of Kids for Conservation, and our teacher encouraged all of us to write quotes, and she submitted them on our behalf, and it was quite an exciting day when, when I learned that I was one of the lucky lucky chosen students, so um, so I'm really excited to be here.
4: Hi, I'm Cassie Hill, and I'm
3: the president of an organization called
4: Kids for Saving Earth, which was started by my son Clint before he died from a brain tumor in 1989. And um, we were sponsored by Target stores at that time. So we had uh, we had clubs and members all over the country. And one of the school club groups um, added a quote to this wall. And um, it was very exciting. We still are running away and we have a, a website that
0: um, everyone can join in on and
4: we still unfortunately need a lot of earth saving to
3: go on
0: and and of course everybody's probably questioning tammy wh- you know how in the world did you get in touch with these four lovely ladies first of all and what why did you even think about this and i'm sure that you guys are wondering the same thing it was interesting because when i was a kid i remembered that we would wait in these long lines for the Living with the Land attraction. So waiting in the line for that attraction was just always taking forever but there would be these quotes on the wall and some were from presidents and you know other notable names and then also and then also from kids so I thought it would be interesting to see what happened to you guys after all of these years because I just remember reading those quotes and saying hey they were my age and they really cared about the earth itself and I always love the attraction. So thank you guys for even answering my messages because you probably thought who in the world <laughs> even knew who who I was and and what is, what has happened since. So this is just very exciting to have you guys on the call to uh to discuss this topic because uh, you know it, it seemed like there was a lot of conversation in the 80s and 90s regarding our planet. So in your in your opinion, in all of your opinions here. What do you think was one of the main forces behind that conversation initially?
1: Well, um, Tammy, this is Melissa. Um, well, when I was nine years old, that's when I initially had found out about the uh, in, about pollution, about the environmental problem. And it was uh, kind of an eye-opener because I had never heard of it before. And and being a kid, you think of your, your environment as far as your backyard. And um, I had seen a television show... Um, just, uh, it was called highway to heaven and it showed what the future might look like when I got to be an adult. And, um, it was an eye opener because I realized that there was things that uh, we were doing that I was doing small things that were making such a big impact on my future and on all of our futures. And it was, it was scary because it was things that we take for granted that I saw that when I got to be older, when I had kids might become an issue, and um, I think many people were going through that in in the eighties. I think we I think there were so many things that um, with how fast um, our world was changing, and uh, just development of certain, you know, from energy to the the way we uh, packaged goods, big things were changing, and it became an eye opener for many people. Uh, just the way that our world was changing with it and that we have a big impact, positive and negative uh, on a daily basis. And um, we can either be responsible and help take care of our backyard, our community, our earth, or we can help be, or we can be a part of the problem. And at nine, it was just, it was a discovery. And I think there was just many people who, who were at that same point.
4: This is Tessa. Um, I think that what inspired my son um, when he was 10 when he started when he came up with the idea of kids for saving Earth when there was probably conservation and animal issues he was seeing a couple Discovery Channel shows about animals and, and they're disappearing and it really upset him and he became worried about it and he really thought that kids could make a difference and influence uh, adults all over the world, which is true. And um, so, you know, we were lucky to have a sponsorship we had because our first newspaper had uh, 3 million copies available on all the stores at that time. And it spread the message um, very quickly. And what we found was a lot of very concerned young people and thankfully very concerned teachers that helped educate these these children um, about this issue. And uh, so, yeah, I think, you know, everyone was very sensitive to the issue of my son. That was some inspiration, but I think they were really
2: inspired by what they
4: saw around them happening.
2: Um, I do remember growing up and um, with the development of Earth Day, I think it was in 1993 or 91. I can't quite remember which date. But I, I do remember that there was a lot uh, more that people were starting to do with the planet and actually trying to take care of it, as opposed to just using and abusing it. And um, as time went on, um, a lot of programs developed more and more, um, and uh, we started learning that we have to develop sustainably, as opposed to just developing and um, you know throwing away you know that, the beautiful resources that we have around us. And I think a lot of that is what influenced us, or influenced um, the things that ended up, you know, developing. So, I mean, I don't know if any of you all remember it, but uh, I think it was around 1991 or 1993 that Earth Day was initially developed. Am I wrong about that? I think it was 91. 91. Yeah. And and from and... that point on is when I feel like people started doing a lot more uh, to actually positively change the impact that we're having on the planet
3: so yeah I yeah. think a lot of a lot of credit needs to go to the teachers uh, for bringing it, it to the students and making us so aware when we were so young because you know when you're 9 10 you're so impressionable and and I think that being exposed to that at such a young age it really did it stuck with me and I've I've continued to care a lot about the environment and make daily decisions. You know that impact our environment, and even though it's just one person, you know, when you're when you're little, you're taught, you know, even you, just you, one person, one kid can make a difference, and I think that that's a, a huge lesson that we need to continue to pass on.
0: When this came about, we were. Actually, all of us were trying to figure out, you know, talking to the listeners right now saying, you know, we were trying to figure out how everybody's quotes were selected. Um, Unfortunately, we didn't really find out too much. um, But I was told from several different ex-Imagineers that basically there was a group called Kid Conservation Leaders, and they were collecting uh, quotes basically on Disney's behalf, asking schools around the United States, you know, what exactly, what exactly kids were thinking about the environment right now what we have what we would have to do to preserve it and apparently apparently the kids that were selected were receiving they received like a gift or a prize something like a t-shirt now could you guys confirm or deny that do you know whether or not you got something in return or you heard back from disney that you officially got a quote up on that wall
3: uh, this is Amy. I just remember receiving a packet of information confirming, and I think it was like a certificate of some sort. Um, and that was that was all that I remember. I don't remember a T-shirt or or anything like that.
0: The the quote that was actually used from Kids for Saving Earth, the club that your, your son started, Tessa, was take care of the earth if you care for yourself. And this was by Kathleen Stewart, who I think was a part of the club. So I couldn't find any information on her, which is what led me to contacting Tessa. So did you hear directly from Disney regarding that your club was selected, a club member was selected to be a part of the mural?
4: I did not. Um... And I think I remember someone else sending me a picture of it at some point. But, um, no, you know, our clubs were all over the United States. We had many hundred thousand kids involved. um, And each club was fairly independent. And you'd think a lot of of them noticed, you know, and will will send us information about what they've been doing, but a lot of them won't. So, uh, no, I did not hear anything.
0: And Melissa, you had, you already had your, your business established. And your quote was, we can protect our future world by taking care of nature today, by being involved with taking care of our air, land and water, we can make sure the world is a nice place to live in for the kids of the future. So this was the probably the biggest quote out of all of them. And I think you were the (laughs) one of the oldest kids who was selected for this. So um, because I remember looking online and and seeing some of your old websites that you had to promote the, the business that you were running. So can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Sure. Yes. Um, Well, the, the, the club that I had started, it it started very um, small grassroots. It was Um, at my school, Percy Priest Elementary in Nashville, Tennessee. And um, I had, after I had seen the television show about pollution, I'd written a letter to the president. I didn't hear back. I kind of started my own effort to uh, just get attention from as many people as I could, because I realized if we were going to help stop pollution, you just needed to get as, as many people involved as possible. So I started to do just the, the small things of like writing more letters. I, um, called the no- local newspaper. I, I, um, had realized that the, uh, that the problem, the environmental problem was something that if we all just be- if we all helped we we can make a big change. So um, one of the things I had done was to start a club with a few of my friends and we had about six members. And um, as we continued to do things like writing letters and um, doing recycling and planting trees and um, we um, we did a lot of things at that point. But one of which was I had um, put up a, um, uh, a my letter to the president on a billboard. The billboard was first in Nashville. I asked for another that went to DC, and then um, it expanded to 250 billboards all over the United States. Well, after that, um, we started to get so many letters from kids all over the United States asking to join the club, um, Kids for a Clean Environment, and um, it, the the club went from six members to 250 members in a matter of months, and. Um, and then it went, um, it, it continued to expand because we started to get some um, national media attention. So between um, starting and, and uh, at the beginning of the school year to about Christmas time, we'd gone from six members to 3,000, and um, that was when I was nine years old. And when um, I had gotten a call when I was 13, Um, and asking if I could send a quote to participate in the, um, living with the land Epcot attraction. And, um, I remember it was hard trying to figure out what to send, what to, um, say. Um, and I, um, I had written out the, um, um, you know, I was just trying to think the best thing that you could say if it was going, if, you know, you were going to have lots of people look at it to... And um, I sent it to them, and then I, I didn't know if it went up or not. But at some point, a friend of mine had gone and gone to Epcot and um, called me and sent a picture, and it it was it was cool to see. I didn't actually get to see it until I was about 16 years old. Um, so it was a few years later that I got to go and actually see it um, live. But it was uh, just super exciting to see it um, up there and all the other kids' quotes. It it um, it was. Just very powerful.
0: Has everybody else gotten a chance to see their quote in person?
3: Yeah, it's funny. I saw my quote for the first time in person when I was 16 as well. So it's interesting that um, you, you have a bit of a different perspective from 9 to 16. Um, but yeah, I agree. It was, it was very powerful to see your words up on a wall with, with some very powerful leaders and um, really, really cool stuff.
0: Amy did send yeah. me a photo showing oh, yeah. that she saw the quote, which was great, which is, mm-hmm. it is important to save the earth because that is all we have. We don't get another. So it was so sweet to see that picture mm-hmm. of you. I think it was you and your brother, which I will yeah. post on our website. But I thought that was great. Thank you for sending that. Of course. <laughs>
4: yeah, and Danielle? You,
0: Tessa, just- oh, go ahead, Tessa. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
4: I just wanted to make a correction because I knew I knew something was wrong here because I remember selling the uh, celebrating the 20th anniversary of Earth Day, and that that was in 1990. So actually, Earth Day began in, in 1970. Oh, wow. And, was, and, and I met Senator Gaylord Nelson. Um, he worked for the Wilderness Society as well after he was senator, but he was from Wisconsin, and um, he's the one who actually officially started Earth Day. But I think it just started getting so much more publicity just like this we created a big event around it um, and um somewhere in, you know in 1990s it really started to get a lump, lot bigger
0: danielle your quote was if we don't have if if we don't save the animals the air and the sky they will be gone in a blink of an eye so your yours was the only one that rhymed which was so cute danielle <laughs>
2: um so i i have not yet gotten a chance to see it um, unfortunately uh, initially it, it had more to do with uh, family being so far away from Florida, and now it has more to do with work obligations. So, um, yeah, it's it. I'm hoping to see it actually in the very near future, um, definitely before they take it down. But, uh, yeah. One of these <laughs> <And> days. <laughs> one of these days, definitely.
0: <laughs> well, it seems like the conversation kind of, I don't want to say burned out in the late 90s, but I don't think... It was as strong as it was back at the time that this mural was put together so what have what have each of you been doing to you know still pursue that aspect of going ahead and trying to preserve and conserve and also protect our earth because it 's even more prominent now than it is you know, it, it, it overall, because we're still having issues, of course, with with our earth. And it seems like it's a more prominent issue now than it is than it ever has been. So what have each of you been doing? Are you still working and pursuing that goal to help protect our earth?
1: This is Melissa. Um, I have four kids of my own today. And they range in age from two to 10. And um we're back in Nashville, Tennessee, and um, my kids. I had two at um, the school that I started Kids Face at. So um, we're there at Percy Priest, and this past year I facilitated um, 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 our own chapter of Kids for a Clean Environment at Percy Priest. And I have such great respect for teachers because. Growing up, I was always on the side of, um, well, I, I was a kid, and I was being a kid with the other kids uh, doing the projects and you know leading those projects, but to be a parent facilitator today is a totally different world and experience, and it is probably one of the more challenging things I've done. Um, the kids come in with such amazing energy and ideas, and they're going a million miles a minute, and I'm just trying to keep up with them. Um, so we had about 20 kids in our, in our chapter, and um, it was fun doing it with my kids. It was kind of like coming full circle. And we did all sorts of projects from planting trees around the school, participating in uh, community events. There was this uh, Tennessee Environmental Council. They were uh, planting 250,000 trees around Nashville, and um, we planted uh, about 100 you know, at our homes and at the school. And, um, it was, it was a fun project and a lot of learning about the environment. Um, cause with kids, you're, you're really starting from the basics when it comes to the environment and in the backyard. And, you know, they, they look at things very, um, straightforward and simple. Whenever you introduce something to them, they, they see it for what it is. And, they think, you know, why not? Why can't, you know, um, let's, let's do this. You know, if there's a problem, let's fix it. Um, so it was, it was fun to do. And we, um, the kids, they hosted a, um, an earth day assembly with at, um, the school this year. And so it was the full school. And, um, we invited a, um, green performer to come and do a, a magic rock show. His name is Steve trash. And it was just, um, amazing. And, um, Growing up, Walmart was our main sponsor. They're the ones that had helped the club grow from um, six members to um, it grew to, to the max of 350,000 members. So this um, this year, was, we had Walmart help us um, again. They um, uh, sponsored our um, local Earth Day event. Um, but, you know, today for me, everything's a lot more on a smaller scale, but I think that's, you know, that's where our focus needs to be when it comes to in the environment. We have to think of the ways we can best be responsible just in our daily lives. And we do not you don't have to be perfect. It's just about doing what you can. This is Tessa. Um,
4: kids for Saving Earth still is, is going strong. We have a very in-depth website. And um, we just finished two years of um, Global Warming A to Z, the Kids Campaign to Cool the Earth. And so a lot of teachers were participating all over the world. Actually, we have um, several clubs throughout the world. Um, we don't always hear back what they're doing, but then all of a sudden someone will try to reach us and want the Kids for Saving Earth Promise song for a concert or something that they're doing and, and trying to figure out how to get it, which is now available online as well. But um, the kids are, are keeping busy, and there's just, unfortunately, a lot more to do because the global warming issue is, is magnified uh, by the fact that um, the United States isn't participating um, in um, making changes that, that we need worldwide to uh, stop this problem or slow this problem. But we're, we're hopeful, and kids are still active, lots of even clubs and um Homeschooling, and um, so it's it's still out there, but it it really helps with forms, big forms of national publicity.
3: Hey, this is Amy. Um, I guess mine is is a little bit, well, a lot smaller scale. I'm not an activist per se, but in my own daily life. Um, I've cut out using plastic bags about three years ago. I'm pretty religious about always bringing in my reusable bags. Um, I'm based out of Chicago, Illinois, and about a year and a half ago, Chicago started charging for plastic bags. So I think that's a great step forward. Um, Plastics is obviously a huge issue with our environment. You see it in the news all the time. Um, And then more recently, a little under a year ago, I uh, switched to a full, fully plant-based diet. So I went vegan, cutting out all meat and dairy products from my diet. And um, I don't know if you guys are, are up on this piece of the news, but it was just um, announced in the news last week. An Oxford University study found that um, cutting out meat and dairy products is the single biggest way to reduce your environmental impact on the earth. And um, it's, just, it's just quite remarkable when you think about the food that we eat three times a day and the impact that it has on our environment. I think that was something that was definitely not on my radar when I was nine years old. And, um, you know, when you're a kid, you are very impressionable. And And I think that getting that message out to our youth when they're young and making those kind of decisions is, um, is important. So although I'm very new into this lifestyle, it's something that I'm very passionate about and, and I'm gonna continue to seek out ways to to kind of put that message out there in a, in a very kind and compassionate way.
1: So uh, since
2: then uh, in my, in my twenties, I worked for the university of Iowa's center for international rural and environmental health. And we actually worked with sustainability in developing countries Um, as countries develop. They, um, they also start uh, adding to the carbon footprint, um, uh, exponentially adding to the carbon footprint that, uh, in the world. And so um, we started working with sustainable development in Western Africa, in the Gambia, and um, Eastern Europe, so Romania, um, Bulgaria, the former Czech Republic, or sorry, Czech, formerly Czechoslovakia, so the Czech Republic and Slovakia. Um, and we did all kinds of projects where we would help build uh, zero emission housing, things with uh, solar panels, stuff like that, uh, clean water programs, and uh, different ways where you can actually use the current landscape to make sure that it has minimal impact on, um, on the environment. And so, in, in, in addition to that, it helps poor people because they don't have to pay a high cost for um, heating their houses in the winter. Um, they also, and I'm sorry if you're getting feedback right now, it's, it's raining pretty hard out here, <laughs> so. Um, but, uh, and so that's kind of the, the path that I went down before um, I got into my current job, which is the military um and so uh and that's a whole other ball of wax there yeah <laughs> but um there there have been so many things ever since my childhood that have influenced me one way or another to continue to take care of the planet that we have so uh especially with all the things that are ongoing and all the weird weather patterns and um i don't know i just i really want everything to be here for my children someday so And we're the only people who can start doing it, and we have to pass that on to our kids.
0: And I I can't even imagine the thousands upon thousands of kids that, just like me, (laughs) would walk and wait in line for the ride and see your quotes on the wall and be like, you know what, if somebody who is 13 or 9 years old can also, you know be pursued and also inspired to go ahead and help the environment. So can I. So I, I, I really don't have any additional statistics about the ride itself. It's still there. A lot of our Disney listeners who are listening, I've seen it there recently. It's, it's a safe and sound of course, and it's a beautiful mural and um, I'm so glad that I could speak to all of you today. So thank you for, for responding to this crazy person's email, <laughs> asking, were you the one on the mural? <laughs> I really appreciate it. Um, it means a lot. And, and before we end, I always ask these three Disney fun questions to each guest. I call them the Fab Three. So we'll start with the Donald one, which is as a child, what Disney film was one of your favorites to see in the movie theater?
4: I wasn't exactly a child, I don't think, at the time, but wasn't Mary Poppins? Was that a Disney? I think it was.
1: Uh, I always loved uh, The Little Mermaid. <laughs> Was, uh, my girls today, they're super into that one as well. Uh, you know, I can't really name one they don't love, but that one is a favorite.
2: I would have to agree with the both
1: of you that Ariel is very awesome. <laughs> so, so, Just yeah, to be a mermaid. Loved
0: it. Yeah, I think Swimming in the Sea would be so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, Amy, what about Amy. you?
1: Yeah, it's three for three. The
3: Little Mermaid was um, the most memorable movie in the theaters when I was growing up.
0: And our goofy question, what Disney character do you think would be your best friend if you met them in person? Probably Donald Duck. Uh,
1: this this is hard because, um, well, I mean, they're all super friendly. Um, <laughs> I, we had gone recently to Disney to take the family. And um, probably the who I think would be fun to hang out with um, would probably be, Belle and I'm gonna say probably because she's just so well read she'd probably be very interesting to hang out with you know and a very kind individual but (laughs) it's a hard choice
2: I would have to say and her name is escaping me right now but the character from brave
1: oh Miranda Miranda yeah Merida (laughs) Merida. (laughs) Merida thank
2: you thank you so much definitely her
1: She's pretty spunky. Definitely.
2: She's super sparky. She uh, knows what she wants in life, and she just goes and gets it. And she has a really good heart. So, yeah. Okay, mine is a
3: little more random. Uh, He was a supporting character, but I think he would be hysterical to hang out with. And it is Scuttle from The Little Mermaid. Oh, yes. I think that he would just be, you know, anytime you had a question or found a random object, you could you know go to scuttle and i'm sure he would brighten up my day
0: and finally our mickey question if i asked you to name any disney song at this very moment what immediately comes to mind
1: m i c k e y m o u s e that's hard um <laughs> um i'm probably going to have to go back to the little mermaid just cuz that's where i seem to have my head right now probably um i'm the whole a whole new world
2: um, uh, definitely Once Upon a Dream from Sleeping Beauty. I absolutely love that song. And I love singing it to little kids with little kids and just randomly throughout the house. So Aww. it's, uh, yeah, I found my Prince Charming. So it's, uh, it's like the perfect song.
0: <laughs> he needs to sing it with you now.
2: <laughs> he does need to sing it with me right now. <laughs> I'm shaking
0: his head no. <laughs> I, think,
3: I think Friend Like Me from Aladdin would probably be my my favorite go-to
0: thank you guys so much for being a part of this conversation i i really appreciate it and i'm so lucky you guys got to be a part of some disney history that not a lot of people know about so congratulations and (laughs) i know i'm like 30 years late no i'm just kidding Um, but uh (laughs) you know it's it's great that you guys are are still involved in and supporting and helping our environment i really appreciate your time and Thank you guys for being a part of this. I, I hope it stays up for another twenty years and maybe, who knows, your children's children might be incorporated in the mural. Who knows what will happen. So thank <laughs> you. Oh, thank for you. This together. Thank yeah. You. All
2: right. <laughs> nice meeting you all.
4: Today we're learning to live with the land, discovering better ways to grow food that will assure both human and environmental well-being.